You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMS Cast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name's Chris Badgett and we're joined by a special guest, Adrian Toby. He's here from Groundhog.io. That's Groundhog with two Gs. And it's a way to simplify, consolidate, and automate your sales and marketing. And when we talk about marketing and automation, I think it's important to go back to the roots, at least the roots where I came from that I also share with Adrian here, which is the Infusionsoft community. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's super excited to, to be on the show. And yes, you and I both have uh, Infusionsoft, kind of the, the original marketing automation tool in our past, uh, quite prolifically. Yeah. I mean, I used to do a lot of client work there and, and some of our clients were actually the very first use cases and users who were doing courses and training-based memberships that we built Lifter LMS for. So like our very first users were clients we had that hired us not just to build a website and not just to build a, a course membership site platform and some custom tooling on top of that, but also to develop marketing automation and really deeply integrate Infusionsoft into the WordPress website. So, well, tell us, tell us a little bit about your background with Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft's campaign builder and uh, just their concepts around marketing automation really opened up a whole market. I mean, if uh, I go, going back into the, the geekiness of uh, my history at Infusionsoft, I remember, um, I'm th- I think I'm saying his name right, Jermaine Griggs course. He had a course on... Uh, marketing automation where he was like teaching all these concepts that are now we see a lot more people teaching this kind of uh if this then that logic and and all this this stuff but uh infusionsoft really led the way in all this what was your history with infusionsoft so um i started with infusionsoft five six or i guess seven years ago now uh, so seven years ago, I became a certified partner and I worked in a marketing agency here where I'm based in Toronto. And my responsibility was to take uh, what our clients came in. They said, we want to get to X amount of customers or X amount of sales per month. And what we would do is we would design the customer journey that led someone from an initial contact point with their customer, whether it was an ad, a landing page, their website, contact form, whatever it was, to the point where they actually handed over some credit card information to this business. Um, one of the original things that marketing automation really provided was a way for businesses to visually be able to create a customer journey. Now, if you don't know what marketing automation is, or you've never heard that terminology before, it really is just a fancy way of saying an automated customer journey. So generally in your typical sales process, you have a salesperson and their responsibility is to follow up with a client, say, hey, listen, are you ready to move forward with buying X amount of product? And and that's generally how sales used to work. Now with uh, this automated journey system, what we can do is we can automate all of the follow-up or all of the engagement uh, and track with analytics the entire process of someone moving from an initial contact to, again, handing over some credit card information. I did that for about seven years. I created a um, plugin for WordPress called Formlift, uh, which allowed 
people who used WordPress that didn't want to invest tons of money in custom integrations or um, Emberium, for example, or, or, or you guys at Lister and didn't want to go through that, uh, that, that super huge process, they could instead just install Formlet, which was a form builder, which provided kind of like your bare minimum amount of integration, which is you have a web form on your website and it goes into Infusionsoft. And, and uh, that's what I did for a while until starting Groundhog. That's awesome. And I, I, the longer I spend in the technology space, I notice how things get more approachable or easier. Like, I, in my opinion, these are the best times ever to start a business, especially an online business or website-based business, technology business, because the tools just become more integrated, more simplifier, e- simplified, easy to use. I know like with Infusionsoft, I remember back in the day, if you got to get a web form to get like a lead in the system. And uh, they would be like, all right, press this button and then you get this code to give to your developer. And over time, we've seen the rise of things like um, uh, lead pages or opt-in monster. There's all these tools that try to simplify that process. And eventually, the, what what happens, which is really cool to see you what you doing here with Groundhog is, there's the all-in-one WordPress option. <laughs> yes. So one of the one of the pitfalls of many of the options out there, Infusionsoft, GetResponse, HubSpot, MailChimp, you name it, all, all of them suffer from, they don't provide the entire solution. They provide a portion of the solution. What you as a business owner or as a developer or the CMO, you have to go purchase all of the different tools and then connect them together. Uh, and that can be both a time-consuming, a frustrating and expensive proposition in a lot of cases. Uh, if you're using like premium zaps from Zapier or you're paying for WP Fusion or all of these tools and you're trying to mesh them all together, it can get unwieldy. And what we're trying to do with Groundhog is instead of connecting all of these tools, we just provide all of them in WordPress. So everything is kind of like pre-integrated and you don't have to spend that time or that financial investment connecting all of the tools together. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I like to say at, at Lifter LMS, I talk about Lifter as an all-in-one solution. It's got the e-commerce, the LMS, the course building, the membership functionality, the engagement. It's all built in. But there's like this case sometimes for when does it make sense to go out for like some piece that's like best in breed, some hyper-focused app or whatever. But the reality is another thing that's awesome about Groundhog from as I as I look at it as somebody who would use it is you know start start with all in one like you don't have to like when you're just validating uh, here's an example from my side um, people get really into like landing page software or page builders plugins for WordPress and stuff like that which I love and enjoy too but to validate your course idea and to see if people will buy it or indicate interest in it it's that's not really predicated on having some separate thing like having all in one is like a good place to be especially if you're trying to get going with as few tools made by as few companies as possible i just i just want to acknowledge that other use case there yeah one of the one of the big things that we have with with course creators that are our clients uh, is they spend a lot of time focusing on like the nitty gritty details, like what softwares do I use, or you know, should I should I go SaaS, should I go WordPress, you know, what page builders do I use? And they spend a lot of time focused on the technology. But honestly, when you're when you're starting out and it's a new concept and nobody's actually given you any money for it yet, what you should be focusing on is the content that you want to provide that will actually help people. 
uh, and then uses bare minimum amount of tools, invests as bare minimum amount of investment as you possibly can into providing uh, your content that will help people and getting them to pay for it. And then you can then fund that money back in and you will either grow with the tools that you're using or you'll switch later, which is totally acceptable. Yeah. You mentioned the customer journey and I don't want to overlook that in case somebody's new to the idea. Um, what, like in general, if you were just to describe a, a customer journey, journey that's generic, what would that look like? Well, uh, the easiest uh, example that I would think of is your basic lead magnet uh, funnel. So uh, if you're not familiar with, uh, with the funnel terminology, essentially a bunch of people go into example of um, an oil funnel that you'd use to put oil in your car. Uh, a bunch of people go in and then a few people come out and those people are the vetted clients that have actually given you money. And then you have in that, in the top funnel region, all of the tire kickers mixed in with everybody else. Uh, and you use your funnel to essentially filter out all of the tire kickers and get the people that will become your clients. Um, a lead magnet funnel would be something as you, you get a whole bunch of people to uh, sign up for a download, a PDF file uh, of webinar is a very, very popular one as you, we were talking about earlier. Um, and essentially when they would sign up for that, you send them an email that says, confirm your email address. So you make sure that it's not just spam signing up for your thing. Uh, you filter out all of those people, everybody that confirmed your email, you then send the reminder emails to download whatever uh, product that you're providing. So whether it's the evergreen webinar or the PDF download or a video or whatever it is that you're providing, they consume that. And then after you give them ample time to, uh, to consume that, you send them another automated email that says, how did you find it? Get in touch with either our salesperson or here's your 10% discount code to purchase X product. And here's the link to that product. And then a certain number of people will take action on that. Uh, and then those people are the people who come out at the bottom of the funnel. Those are the people who will become your clients. Uh, and then you can put those clients into another funnel to further filter down the people who will become your, like, your champions. So that is the most basic example of a sales funnel. Um, and of course, they can get so much more uh, deep and um, uh, automated or, or I, I don't want to use the word complex because it's not necessarily a complex thing to do, but you can just do so much more and it's so flexible that you can design really any kind of funnel with any number of responses in order to be able to filter contacts appropriately through it. It's super valuable. And what I notice, especially with beginners, is they'll get super focused at one stage. Like, yeah. uh, I just need more leads or I just need more conversions right down here at this point where the offer is made and the buy now button is, or I need to better onboard my people once they buy. But when you look at the full funnel or the whole picture, it's magical and it's worth looking at. I mean, it's worth, you know, mapping out even if you think it's obvious or whatever, because as a course creator, your customer or your prospective customer and their experience all the way through from not even being aware that they have this problem that you help them identify to them being like, I'm just thinking super bottom outside the funnel of being your biggest like affiliate or promoter or whatever, like there's a huge, there's a lot of things that happen along that journey that your website can really help them with. Absolutely. And one of the things that we're trying to do is to make it not complicated in order to be able to set those things up. So that's what Groundhog does. Uh, what we provide is a set of marketing and sales tools that essentially allows you to build visually uh, and in relatively short order, this series of steps that will guide someone from requesting a lead magnet to get providing it to them to following up with them and collecting all of the analytics in between so that you can see where the holes are and where you need to focus your energy.
That's awesome. And we're going to look at, if you're listening to this on your podcasts, on your earbuds or whatever, I'd invite you to just look at Lift, Lifter LMS YouTube, do a search for that. We're going to have the episode over there. Look for the episode with Adrian Toby, and you can also type Groundhog LMS cast and you'll find it. But before we get into it, I wanted to ask you, um, I really appreciate it when someone has the depth of knowledge that you have around like the whole business and then bringing in um, technology intelligently and also with a, a kind of a minimalist touch of like feature rich, richness all in one, but not like, but it's every, it's like the essentials are there. I can see the DNA of um, yeah. some, a product that's well thought out that solves a very specific set of problems that is designed to be helpful, not just another tool you got to strap on. What, what were some of your influences as an entrepreneur, as a technologist, like, I'm just curious. I'd like to find out from people who's inspired them. What other bodies of work have inspired you? So one of the, one of the, big, the big reasons that I actually took on this project in the first place uh, was I was working in a digital marketing agency as of this time last year. And I had been doing so for about five years up until that point. And one of the things that I was doing as an Infusionsoft certified partner is I would uh, implement them. I would take their vision. I would translate it. I'd build the campaigns. I'd write the emails. I'd attach it to the landing pages and I'd do all that things. And then we'd do uh, a handoff and we'd hand it off and we'd say, okay, this is what you need to do in order to maintain it. This is what you need to do in order to keep creating content. This is how Infusionsoft works. And we train them. And then about a week later, we get a call and says, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? Why isn't this working? Uh, it, be, it was uh, the fact that they had to keep going in between different tools. They had to go in between WordPress. They had to go in between Infusionsoft, Zapier, uh, Appointment Core, Calendly, you name it. They had so many tools that they needed to take care of that they couldn't wrap around, you know, wrangling all of the software to work for them. It was, it was just too much for them because they're not only are they now the, the CMO and the CEO and the CTO, they have to work in their business. They have yeah. to make the sales calls and do all that stuff. And they're like, this is supposed to be automated. Why am I doing so much work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Which, this is what this was supposed to replace. I now feel like I have more work because now I have to manage all of these tools and keep them updated. And yeah. So that was the inspiration behind creating groundhog is since you can keep all of your information in WordPress in one place, it becomes significantly simpler in order to kind of do the, the, the small things that you do indeed have to do when, when using marketing automation. You have to update your emails. You have to manage your content. You have to look at the analytics. There's a cert, not everything can be fully automated. There is a certain amount of effort that you as a business owner or the CMO or the CTO or whatever it is that you do in your company put in in order to get the results that you want back out of it. That was the big inspiration was making that portion of it as simple as possible, as easy as possible, removing as much time and frustration from that process as possible. By putting it all in WordPress, we remove so many of those hiccups. What other um, like people or, or business leaders inspire you or like kind of helped you develop solid thinking around, you know, funnels, customer journeys, um, you know, well, WordPress? Yeah. I'm not sure. Are you familiar with Russell Brunson and the whole like ClickFunnels group? I am. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a big, I, I used ClickFunnels for about a year. I paid the, the monthly donations to it. I never really got the, the, the value back out of it, but I did learn a lot about the whole sales funnel process. I read the books and I was part, I went to uh, the ClickFunnels conference funnel hacker, which was uh, a great rah-rah of a time. I had, I was awesome. I saw Tony Robbins mm -hmm. and I learned so much just about like general 
customer journey, the, the step one, the step two, the step three, the step four. Uh, and I translated that into a combination of your typical, uh, the Infusionsoft kind of like can, campaign builder map where you have yeah. to pull in items and you have to connect them with arrows and eventually you get like this giant spider thing and you don't know where anything is uh, yeah. unless, unless you're like, you're a brilliant genius or you're, um, and then there's like a lot of other ones use that like HubSpot to get a response or uh, convert kit, for example, use that same methodology. Uh, the way that ClickFunnels worked is that it was uh, very linear in fashion. So uh, it was step one, step two, step three, and they could only go through those series of steps which I thought was really, really interesting because by going through this linear fashion... It forces you to focus, right? It, like, for, it forces you to focus. It, like what's it, the it, best option? Goal. Yeah. Exactly. Because what happens is a lot of people can get lost in software with how good it is or what, how much it can do uh, and they lose focus of what their initial intention was. So by giving it a, a kind of linear format, you're able to stay focused on, on how do they get from point A to point B in the shortest amount of time possible with as many minimal variations of that journey as possible. So that's what I really took away from ClickFunnels and I took away the automation aspect uh, away from Infusionsoft or ConvertKit or, or any of those platforms. And I've kind of combined them into the, the, into the two by providing a linear process, uh, but in a marketing automation. So the, the back end and the, the follow-up portion of it. So that's what I'd really uh, base. It was kind of a hybrid of the two. That's awesome. So we're, well, Adrian, Adrian's going to share, we're going to do some screen sharing. If you're washing the dishes or out for a run, I hear you. It's fine. We're going to describe things that in a way that you'll still get a ton of value about what we're getting ready to go through. But uh, yeah, let's, let's take a look at that. And I just let's also want to acknowledge for the listener out there that um, I've personally rebuilt my quote funnel three times, four times like major rebuilds in uh, both Infusionsoft and then I'm, I'm in active campaign now, but it's only natural. Don't feel bad if you made something that was like kind of, uh, complex and it, it, you kind of lost your way a little bit. I think it's just part of the process to simplify. And what you're saying here about before you get into all this, if this, then that logic and this giant like tag structure automation thing, like think about one path, not like, well, what if they want to turn left? What if they want to turn right? And what if they want to turn left from here and right from here? Like one those path. will come naturally. You will <laughs> you'll see those paths emerge as yeah. your customers go through. But when you're starting out, just think of the one path. Some people yeah. will go through that. Some people will not. But then if those people don't, then you can take care of that manually. And then you can build out those alternating paths. But those will appear naturally. There's, there's no way that as a business owner, you're going to be able to think of all of the possible things that could ever possibly happen and the design structures around those. If you do that, then I, the only thing I guarantee is that you'll never launch. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I love the idea. I've been really digging on this lately that when you do the one path, um, there are holes. Like you're going to lose people at certain parts of the path and that's okay. You can optimize. That's what you're going to do for the years on forward. But let's just focus on what is the optimal path for the For the optimal customer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's look at it. Take us on well, a let's tour do of that. Uh, so the we've been talking a lot about marketing automation. So I'm going to be sharing uh, kind of the the pièce de résistance uh, up front, which is our funnel builder. And uh, I'm just going to make sure that I have there. We go. Perfect. I have these massive two screens, so I got to make sure that everything is laid out 
So we have our funnel builder, and uh, one of the big things that we took it upon ourselves was to templatize as much as we could in order to remove as much learning curve as possible and, and, and get people, as soon as they install Groundhog, to the point of being able to put an opt-in form or send an email uh, in like less than a day. So that was one of the big things that we did. So in that vein, we have a bunch of funnel templates uh, in our funnel builder, so our campaign builder or whatever you want, it is that you want to call it and that you can choose from and start building and modifying those funnels according to your business's needs. Uh, for example, we have a, a webinar registration funnel. If you want to do a, um, a webinar or a lead magnet download, the funnel that we talked about earlier, uh, you can start from scratch. Or if you have an LMS or you're, you're running a course, you can have a log login abandonment funnel, which follows up or follows up with people who haven't logged in in a while. Uh, so lots of good stuff uh, in that vein. And essentially, all we have to do in order to start off with one of those is click on it. So let's just do our lead magnet download funnel. We're going to click on start building and it's going to uh, bring up our course builder. And I, we were talking about how linearization allows people to stay focused. So all of our funnel is completely linear in nature. So uh, what happens is we have someone who fills out a web form. This is our top benchmark here or goal trigger. Uh, goes by many names. You can call it what you want in the particular uh, software that we're using today. It's called benchmarks. Uh, but it's similar to any other uh platform that's out there that has like triggers that it's basically the if then so this is the if so if someone fills out this web form that we're going to go ahead and we're going to send them a couple emails which we can edit uh, we have timers so we're going to wait one day until we send them another email and once they've confirmed their email which we we're talking about so that's the way we filter out spam or tire kickers or people who just want to uh, you know leave their email with us for whatever reason and not actually take any action we get their email confirmed, and then we can actually send the product to the people that have done so. We send them the email, and then we use a tracking link to track when they've actually gone ahead and downloaded or consumed whatever content that we sent them. Once they've actually consumed that content, then we can move on and send them uh, a follow-up. So what did you think of our ebook? Did you like it? Uh, if you liked that, then you might like also like this Tripwire product, or this paid product, and then you can take on the funnel from there. It can go into another funnel, or you can just extend uh, the funnel that we're looking at. And we have all of these tools to be able to kind of customize this journey as well. It's not all set in stone here. So you can drag things around on top of each other. So I, wanna, I want this timer to come first or I want this email to come first. I can drag in new emails. I can drag in text messages. Uh, I can drag in uh, tags. So tags are our version of lists. If you're familiar with MailChimp uh, or uh, lots of other tools also use tags. Infusionsoft uses tags. GetResponse uses tags, I believe. Uh, there's lots of them that use tags. And, and since many people use those, we don't want to go too far from that terminology since that's what they understand. Uh, and there's just lots of ways that you can modify uh, this funnel to suit whatever your business's needs are. And uh, you can, again, modify this in any way that you see fit, extend it, add more emails, add less emails. But always remember what we were talking about earlier is that the simplest customer journey often yields the best results. Uh, so don't get too carried away with it uh, because the way that it's designed is the way that is implemented on our site and so many other companies' sites uh, that actually gets us customers. So just keep that in mind. There's lots of other cool stuff that you can do actually while we're just on the screen that I might as well go over. Uh, you can view all of the reporting that's associated with this funnel. I just created it, so there is none. Um, but you can see how many people are, have gone through a particular set of steps in any given time range. 
uh, so how many people are currently waiting. You can see the conversion rates of your opt-in forms, the open rates and click-through rates of your emails, and lots of good stuff. And in this view, it can really allow you to see where the holes in your funnel are. If uh, you're seeing that uh, you know six people filled out the form for your lead magnet request, but zero people confirmed their email, then obviously there's a problem. Either the confirmation link is broken or it's not in there or you're uh, landing page copy isn't conducive to what you're actually trying to offer in the email and allows you to fix those holes. That's awesome. Well, we're, we're looking at marketing automation and like a, a lead magnet funnel, which is something course creators should totally do to build your email list. You know, but ideally before you've even started working on creating the course, so you can have some people to sell to and, you know, have that lead magnet be related to the topic of your course. Groundhog helps with marketing automation like these lead magnet deliveries. What are some of the email marketing features? So uh, when we want to send an email, uh, we have a a custom email builder uh, built within it. And you can send email in a variety of different ways. You can send it from your server. You can send it using an SMTP service. You can even send it using our uh, API-powered service. Uh, but all we got to do is when we're uh, in our funnel or we have, uh, you can edit emails directly from the database. So can uh, you do a broadcast email to like just absolutely all the people that got your funnel or that got your um, lead magnet? Like let's say they have a tag, you email to that tag. Absolutely. So if someone were to request the, uh, the lead magnet, so actually in the funnel, if we scroll down to uh, after they actually go ahead and click the link and we track that action, we want to apply a tag that says, uh, I'm going to type in lead magnet download or whatever you want to call it. We can add that tag there. And now we know that anybody that actually consumed the content that we wanted to provide, uh, they'll be able to get that tag. We can go to our broadcasts and we can schedule a new one. And we just select the tag, uh, lead magnet download, and now we can send an email to anybody who's currently marketable uh, and who ha- also has that tag. So for those, of you, for those of you that are listening, we're doing all this in WordPress. We're not in another tool. We're in the back end of WordPress. We can send the email. Uh, you've got the SMS broadcast as an option as well. That's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, so we can choose a... Uh, the tag, uh, another feature that uh, was also super important to us was making sure it's totally accessible to wherever anybody is in the world, what time zones they're in, what languages they're in. So it's supported in a bunch of different languages. Uh, but when we're sending email, uh, we can choose to send it in any contacts local time zone. So if you do business globally, as we do, since we have customers in you know six different time zones just here in Canada, uh, well, three, I guess, but uh, all the different time zones here in Canada or uh, if they're over in Europe or Australia or New Zealand or uh, the Philippines, we are able to send uh, an email at a specified time in their time zone. Uh, I just want to say how awesome that is because like, I'm, I have a pretty big email list, which means with my email marketing tool, I'm paying hundreds of dollars a month for uh, the, that tool. And I still have to pay even more to get this send to everybody at the same time in their time zone feature. And I'm just not doing it based on principle because I've already given them enough money. But I really want that feature. And you've got it like right here, right inside WordPress, which is awesome. Yeah, well, it's not exactly complicated. So because yeah. whenever, uh, whenever someone signs up on your website, we're able to collect their IP address and we can geolocate that IP address using free tools that exist out there. Uh, and we use that IP address to get their time zone. 
we send it based on their time zone, do a little bit of math, and uh, there you go. So we decided to just ship that with there because uh, one of our core values, or at least the, our, our main guiding principle core value, is that we believe marketing and sales tools should be uh, provided for equal access to all businesses around the world, regardless of budget size. Uh, or any of those factors. So uh, we want to make sure that tools have the business or businesses have the tools that they need in order to be able to succeed. Uh, so all of that good stuff is uh, shipped right packaged in there. And it's not even dependent on the broadcast tool. Uh, the same t uh, feature, the send in local time zone is available in the funnel builder as well. That is awesome. Can you explain what a pipeline is and how that's different from like a marketing automation? So a pipeline, uh, if you're familiar with a, a relative slash tool called Pipedrive, it's kind of like uh, the sales equivalent. So if you actually have a sales team and you have uh, uh, people responsible for doing the actual manual follow-up process, right? So when marketing automation doesn't cut it, for example, you have big ticket items or you're selling uh, you know, products that are thousands of dollars, not hundreds or tens of dollars, uh, then sometimes the personal touch is absolutely necessary in order to be able to go ahead and actually sell those products to your customers. And I just want to add for course builders and membership site builders out there, when you're selling over a thousand dollars, often a phone call, at least a phone call is required to, for someone to make the decision to invest. And if you're talking like throwing in like a high-end mastermind, like some at some resort somewhere and now we have like some twenty, thirty thousand dollar package, they're gonna want to talk to somebody before they open up the wallet on that one. Absolutely. Uh that's one of the uh one of the things that we actually there's an opening video in the guided setup of our tool that explains that Groundhog is actually a tool, not a solution. Uh, a lot of company or a lot of products are marketed as the solution to all of your problems and you know you can replace your whole sales team and all of that all that's not necessarily true in all cases we we really market ourselves as a tool that will allow you to do a whole lot of things that you wouldn't been otherwise able to but you know sending phone calls or manual responses and 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 actually being part of the business is something that can never be replaced um so that's super important but to answer your original question a pipeline is the uh manual equivalent of a sales funnel. So what you do is you set up your stages uh, and there's software to do this or you can just do it on a whiteboard and sticky notes uh, and you define your stages are, uh, um, for example, new, new lead, uh, proposal, closing, and one would be some stages and then your lost stage. And then you do all of your forecasting based on uh, assigning values to each particular lead. So if you have uh, 10 people worth $100 in your new lead course, or I mean your your new yeah your new lead stage, sorry, and you know that you had a ten percent closing rate based on that stage, then you'd be able to gander that you have a hundred dollars available in Q three uh, from now, is what the reporting equivalent would be able to do for that. Uh, we actually have a tool in Groundhog. We have an add-on that allows you to add this pipeline feature uh, as a tool where you can drag and drop your cards or your deals or your leads uh, in between stages for your sales team. If you have your sales team as users in WordPress, we, there are actually um, actual new user roles that we add so you can add your sales team so they don't actually are able to modify contact records or break things or edit options, stuff like that. And you just drag your card through your different stages and those can trigger points in your funnel. So if uh, you move a person from, uh, let's say, new lead to proposal, then you could trigger automation automatically to say, hey, listen, uh, new lead, uh, we have found that you want a new proposal. We're currently working on it. It'll be available in two to three days. Stay tuned and 
uh, I, insert salesperson name here, will be in touch shortly. So they don't actually have to go and send that email, uh, but the phone call is probably still a good idea. Wow, that's, that's really cool. And you touched on something that's important to me, which is, uh, you know, we offer a tool at Lyft LMS, but the, uh, we always said, like, you can't automate everything. And it's all about scaling the human touch with robotics. That's something we've been saying for years. So like there's still a human around and you're, you're, you're using the automations and the, you know, the pipelines and the, the tech to maybe qualify the leads before they can get to a human so that they're, you know, you're, when you do get and engage manually, there's a high likelihood of being a good fit for each other. But that's totally different from just automating everything. I mean, there's, there's full funnels or sales cycles that you can't automate, but there's definitely still a place for the human in the business. I love that you made that Absolutely. distinction around tools versus solutions. That's really cool. What we like to say is that we're, we're not the solution. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a, you know, that's, a, that's a really good insight because um, a lot of these tools, you know, they often shine the light on like my, this tool is the solution to the problems. Whereas you're saying, we're going to help you solve your problem better. <laughs> you know, absolutely. That's, that's how we like to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, cool. We, we, we are merely a, a means to an end. Uh, you know what the solution is or what it is that you have to implement it. We're just simply providing the, the hammer and the nails that are going to allow you to build it. So for somebody coming into Groundhog, where do you recommend they start? Let's say they're a course builder. They've got a course site up and they're, you know, they've got like, let's say a free course and they've got a paid course and then they have like a course plus private coaching upsell going on. Like right. where, how would, how would that person approach this tool? And let's say they have a lead magnet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With pen and paper for sure. Uh, that's also one of the, one of the things that once you install Groundhog, there's a video before the, the guy that's up that says, before you do anything, Thing. let's get a pen and paper out and actually map what your uh what your goal is what's point a when someone meets you and what's point b what do you want them to do and then draw out what the steps in between are and that'll make it significantly easier to actually translate into building uh with our tools um and then once they actually get started is they find the relevant template that's currently available uh, in our default templates or in our store, or if they are able to find one online because all of our templates are, or all of our funnels and everything in Groundhog is exportable and importable. So you can share in between a bunch of different websites. Uh, so you can import your funnel or just use one of our templates or you can start from scratch and they can actually start going about and building that. Uh, if it were me personally, what I would do is I just build whatever my first stage is and make sure that that works before I go on and start building my upsell and then my, uh, you know, my um, profit maximizer to use the terminology from the click funnel side of things. Yeah. Uh, but that's absolutely what I would start doing is just define what my, is my core product offering is uh, probably put a lead magnet in front of that and then build those tool out. And if those succeed, then I would start uh, investing time into some higher tier products, but not before I am aware or I have verified that there is indeed a market for the tools that I want to produce. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to show us while we have the screen up before we? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, Groundhog is in all just about marketing automation and sending emails. Uh, there is an entire CRM component to this so that you can view all of your contact information. You can create super long intake forms if you really feel that that's necessary. Uh, there's tags and lists and lots of things that you can do. So I'll just jump into the CRM portion of this relatively quickly. 
Uh, there's lots of things that you can do in here. So for example, we automatically scrape the internet for any profile pictures that are associated with the email address that was given to you. So you can get a sense of uh, what they look like if you're uh, planning an in-person meeting or you're getting on the phone and you don't want to be caught off guard. Uh, we can manage anybody's uh, address information. Again, we do geolocation. So oftentimes, if you have a new subscriber, this information here will be all filled out so you can see uh, where they're calling. So if you are getting on the phone, you can see what their local time zone is. So you don't call them at 3 a.m. in the morning like I have done on several occasions. <laughs> and get someone really, really ticked off. Yeah. Um, don't do that. That's why we have this in the top right here. It says local time. If you're on, if you're, again, if you're listening just on your earbuds or earpods or whatever, we have the local time displayed based on their IP address. We have all of the, con or the custom fields. So if you want to collect just random information about a contact, you can do all of that from this screen. Uh, we can see what page they signed up on originally, what uh, source they came from. So if they came from Facebook, Twitter, uh, all that good stuff. We can see what tags that they have. We can collect notes about a person. So if we did a sales call and this person in no way wants us to call them again, then we can add a note that says, uh, you know, do not call. Uh, we have a whole file uploads feature. So each contact has their own personal uh, uploads folder where you can upload a whole bunch of files and you can actually merge links to those files in um, emails or anything like that. So what would an example be of that? The file? So if you wanted to automate your HR process, for example, then what you would do is you'd have a form on your website, submit your resume here, uh, and then a link with the resume gets sent to whatever HR person, and then they would go ahead and follow up with that person at that point. Very cool. Uh, we can see all of the activity that a person has ever been through. So any of the emails that they've ever received, any of the events or funnels that they've ever been through, uh, what they clicked, when they clicked on it, um, and what date they opened an email. So if they say, I didn't open that email. Yes, you did. It shows here. Uh, the stats don't lie. And uh, all of this is also extended with our various add-ons that exist uh, out in the world so that you can essentially design the ultimate CRM that you need in order to be able to do all of your uh, contact management. And the last thing I think that's of note before uh, we kind of transition out of, the, out of the screen share is our dashboard. But I'm going to show you the actual company dashboard, because that's way more impressive uh, than the zero stats local site. Uh, so here we have our dashboard, and I can show you the last uh, 30 days. Wow. So here's our, uh, our dashboard. So we can see a whole bunch of uh, generic reports that allow us to identify holes in our sales process or you know, see something's maybe a little off whack. Maybe my website's had some downtime because there haven't been any new contacts in a while. Uh, but for example, we have a new contacts report. So you can see, you know, when we have surges in new contacts uh, or when we have relatively slow days, we can see our overall email activity report. So we can see what our average click-through rate is, what our average open rate is, uh, how many emails we've sent. So we can decide, you know, maybe I need to upgrade my uh, email tier of whatever SMTP service that I'm using. We can see um, our overall opt-in status report. So we can see how many contacts we can email, how many we can't, how many I should probably delete. Uh, we have a funnel breakdown widget. So if you have a particular funnel that you just want to save to your dashboard, then you can use that, uh, which essentially just mirrors the reporting that's in the funnel builder. And we have lots of other good stuff. If we have the uh, lead scoring add-on, then you can see 
the relative scores of your list. So how many people are really, really cold? How many people are warm? How many people will probably give you money if you asked for it on a rainy day? Um, and lots of other reports that you can choose from, social media, source page, form activity, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, UTM reports, geographic reports. There's just lots of stuff that enables you in order to better decide where to focus your efforts and your money and your marketing. That is amazing. And just speaking from experience, like if you're trying to generate these kind of reports across multiple tools, it gets infinitely harder. We're right here in the WordPress dashboard with one reporting interface and all the data is like coming from the same place. The, ni the nice thing is this is actually just your, the regular uh, WP admin dashboard. So if you have like e-commerce tools or anything that adds reports to this interface, then all of those could be mixed in together. So you can have your uh, executive dashboard and view all of the tools or all of the statistics that you need at a glance, which is really, really, really nice. Yeah, that is that is awesome. And I can't stress the importance of these kind of data and reports. Like you when you when you log into WordPress one morning and you're like, oh, look at that spike that happened last week. And then you trace it back to a new new funnel you launched or um, some broadcast email you sent. Instead of shooting from the hit and taking from the gut, you're you're starting to make data informed decisions like, oh, I better do more of that or I, I need to focus more on that. And uh, your, things start working out a lot better when you can actually see what's working and what's not. Absolutely. So, for example, you know, if I'm looking at my email activity report, if last month my average open rate was 40%, uh, but this month my average open rate is like 20, then obviously either I'm not sending enough email or my subject line seriously needs some work. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's a, something that, you know, basic reporting analytics right there. That is awesome. Well, if you want to stop sharing your screen, um, as we're about to close out, is there, there's a, there's a people who listen to this show that build sites for other people or, you know, they, they do the, the tech part of somebody's online yeah. course business. What message do you have for those people related uh, to so we're talking about the, can do? Yeah. the freelancers of the world, right? Yeah. Freelancers, yeah. agency owners, people who's, who's, partner or parent or friend has convinced them to do the website part and the right. marketing, like what message do you have for them? Well, uh, setting expectations as someone who's formerly worked in an agency is probably the most important. Um, but before taking on any new work, uh, there's a strategy that I brought from the agency working there that we always imparted onto our clients before starting any new project. And that was the principle of ready, fire, aim. Uh, is what they like to call it. And essentially it's let's take what we have and we'll get something that's essentially pretty crude and, you know, can obviously be optimized more, but get it out there as quickly as possible because if there is interest and this can be sold, then we'll do it with that super crude unoptimized funnel. And then we can make the tweaks that we need to along the way. If you're a perfectionist and you decide that everything needs to be perfect before you share it with the public, I promise you that you will never launch or you will take a significantly longer amount of time to actually get your product or your solution or your service out there to the world. Getting it out as quickly as possible and validating that people can use it is by far way more useful than spending hours countlessly you know, tinkering with margins or tweaking email content. Just getting it out there, even if you don't have any follow-up or any marketing automation, just setting up a landing page with a contact form seven form that you know sends a one-off response, getting it out there is just so important as quickly as possible. Yeah, and if you do these sites with clients 
uh, are these types of client sites where you help not just build the website, but build the marketing automation and the pipeline development and all that. If you focus on the little wins and validation, you have a client for life. And um, you can, you know, then you're, you kind of get known for somebody who not just does the work, but does the work that works, which is what people really want. Um, cool. Groundhog.io. You can find Adrian over there. How else can the good people connect with you? And do you have any other final words for the course building community? Yeah, absolutely. So they can find me on Facebook. We are at Groundhog WP on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, there is a Facebook page. Someone is generally on there uh, at least uh, not 24-7, but 18-7 at most <laughs> times of day. Um, and you that, they can reach out to me personally there. Just ask for Adrian uh, if you're messaging the Facebook page. And we have that same little chat icon at the bottom right hand of the website, which you can also just ask for me personally. My email address is info at groundhawk.io. And uh, you can reach out to me through any of those channels. And uh, as far as final words go, uh, launch. Just <laughs> with however much content that you have at the moment, uh, if you have one video, if you have three videos, just get it out there and start sharing the knowledge that you have to share with the world because uh, the world will be a better place for it. Awesome. Well, that's Groundhog with two G's, folks. Adrian, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Chris. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet.